Hey there, this is Anthony Ladon and Lauren Lane, married high school sweethearts trying to make a living as artists in one of the most expensive cities in the world. You're listening to the Candid Creatives Podcast for anyone who's ever wondered what it's really like after you quit your day job to follow your dreams. You ready? Yeah, I'm okay. kind of nervous. I can smell. Uh, yeah. Do you want to just jump right in and draw one or do you want to like catch up? Let's do a tiny bit of intro-ish. Okay. I'll take your lead on that. No, I use. I'm. You can, you can look at the <laughs> so camera. So nervous. Okay, so to um, to explain, I am not traditionally a huge podcast listener, and I think I've always sworn that I would never do one. And here we are doing a podcast, which I think you're excited about. Oh, we didn't start the timer. Oh yeah. Okay. Yay. Oh, there it goes. Okay. <sighs> nervous. All right. So. Um, this is going to be a 30 minute podcast because I made Anthony put rules on this because I like structure. Well, you put the rules on it. That's true. And you made me deal with it. <laughs> right. Yes. So you didn't make yeah. me put the rules on. You put the rules I on. I put the and, rules on and it was mandatory. Yeah. No, but I, I made it a discussion. By discussion, you meant here's the rules. I'm going to hear the rules. I'm going to no, put no, on. no. I said, I think we should put a time limit, but I gave you choices. Right. I said we could do an hour if you wanted. Yeah. So. No, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Is this whole podcast going to be you making me sound like a jerk? I <laughs> just want to get that out now because <laughs> you, you like to do that sometimes in videos. <laughs> Why do you keep looking over no, the camera? I just want them to witness this. No, it's not going to be me okay. making you look like a jerk. Cool. But yeah, I'm excited about this. We're going to have, th it's 30 minutes. Well, it's 29 minutes now left. And per the rule we both agreed on. Right. Yep. It was a discussion. Mm-hmm. And it was, no, no, mutually. There you go again. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and old Lauren and easy going Anthony. <laughs> just down for whatever yeah. kind of draconian you're, rules. You're just the Monica of the group. You're just the fun loving Joey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's Candid Creatives, yes. which is because we're brand new here. We'll do a quick, I'm Lauren Lane. I'm Anthony Ladon. Um, we're married. As in case you can tell from this interaction so far. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to be talking for... 30 minutes about what it is to be living the creative lifestyle. We have um, our questions here. We do. And kind of our little shtick is that we each have questions, uh, but we didn't tell each other. I think we're going to have some overlap, but we, we, wrote our, we wrote our own questions, put them in here. We're going to draw one out, but neither of us knows what we're talking about today. And that's the whole idea right. of candid creatives is that there's really no, I mean, there is, and that we wrote the questions a while ago, but there's no premeditated we don't know right now what we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. No, yeah, that's true. One of our other rules is that we have to draw the question by the time this gets to 25. But we can go early. If we're ready, should we dive in? I'm ready to okay, dive. Let's do it. You have to, you, you're going to pull the question and read them in case it's your bad handwriting. Okay. I <laughs> mean, I am the bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not yeah, no. accurate at all. Okay. I, I'm the fun one. Oh, really. this is one of yours. Oh, yay. So at least it's legible. <clears throat> Here's the question. Are deadlines a help? Should it be a, it should be a help? Are deadlines a yeah, help or be. hindrance to the creative process? Today on Canon Creatives. Yeah. I don't know if it's the juiciest one to start with, but the, the bull has spoken. The bull spoke. So we have to do Oh, and I'm going to write the date. So oh, yeah. Forget. And then are we going to like do, burn do, it and do, pray do. to the witch gods? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course, with some sage. Um, okay. Is it already the 31st? It Holy is. Okay. September. Halloween decoration is coming out tomorrow, <laughs> just so you know. Oh, that would be nice, like in the background or something. Like yeah. Next time we shoot one of these? Tomorrow? 
We can <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Okay. So are like deadlines a help or a hindrance to the creative process? Well, I think they're necessary. Ooh. Whether you like it or not. Ooh. And, and this may not be a great answer, unlike all my other answers, which are always great. But I, I think, I think it kind of depends on where you're at in the creative process, whether or not you treat a deadline as a good thing or a bad thing or a helpful thing or a hindering thing. Like it's, I like knowing, uh, oh, I better have a set ready to go because I'm on stage in 10 minutes. Like I, I can't be sitting there. I mean, I can be up right up until the moment I get on stage. I can be thinking about the jokes, maybe changing them, but I still have to, they're locked and loaded by the time I, I guess, say it you know, on stage. And I, I know you and I may differ on what we define as deadline, but that right. to me is like a soft deadline in as much as like, I need to have something prepared for right then and there. And that's, I like that because it's a little bit of pressure. It's a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I don't know what I was That's saying. my opening salvo. Yeah. I don't, I guess I don't know. I'm trying to think what I was thinking when I came up with this question a while ago, but I think I'm torn because on one hand I'm think I think you're right. I think they're necessary, especially for live performance, obviously. Like if you're going to be, if you're an actor going on stage, you have to know your lines. Like there's no question. And I guess it's the same for a writer as well. If the book's going to come out, the book has to get done. But then I will also say like having a deadline, I've been telling, telling myself for a while, okay, I know this deadline, uh, this is August 31st right now. And I have a deadline on October 1st. And I have to say like knowing that, and it's, it, you know, it could in theory be flexible, but I try to as much as possible for my publishers treat this as no, you don't get to move it unless, you know, a death in the family, a true emergency, like this is a firm deadline, uh, but I'm kind of miserable whenever I have a deadline. And I think even, um, you know, like when I kind of like step back a little bit, one thing when I started to like dip my toe back into writing in the past year is I actually had the thought, I'm not doing a very good job at it, but I actually had the thought. I don't know if I want to write anymore knowing that there's a deadline because it like, I guess it's necessary, but I also feel like it takes a lot of the joy out of it for me. Yeah. Well, what's your ideal scenario? Well, <laughs> like, like let's say, let's say you wanted to write a book and what's your ideal set uh, scenario vis-a-vis a deadline. I think it was, so maybe I'm romanticizing early on in my career when I was writing my first book, like very first one, never really done this before. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have a deadline. I maybe I'm trying to think now if I even had any self imposed, I think I had like loose, like I kind of want to finish this, you know, by the end of the calendar year or whatever it was, or it'd be great if I could finish rough draft by this date, but it wasn't strict. Uh, and so I, I feel like that allowed me to go at a pace that the story evolved at, like it just felt more freeing. Like if I, I felt really like inspired and excited, I could do that. If I was kind of a day where I wasn't feeling it as much, I would still try to put my butt in the chair and write something, but it was like, it was no pressure. And then it was like, if I felt like what I was writing was good on that day, then I could keep going with it. If I was like, this is garbage and my head is elsewhere and I'm going to have to fix this later, there was freedom to sort of step back. Mm, and mm -hmm. that's not, not really the case when you have a, a firm deadline around the corner. For as long as that, well, <clears throat> this could be, uh, maybe you and I are fundamentally different in that way in that I'm a procrastinator, I think. Like I will, I like getting started, but then I also, I don't know if I'm, 
I like having that deadline there because I know I've got to finish. And sometimes it sucks. Like when I, like when we had emergency contact or even when I wrote Maisel, like it was like, I, I was, I remember sitting up late at night, just pounding through another recipe or whatever, because I knew I had to average whatever one or two a day. And oh, guys, everybody meet Bailey. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can edit her out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we might be able to, plus these, it might pick her up, but all right. Our dog just barked in case it didn't pick it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know, maybe part of me, maybe, maybe what I'm doing also is kind of romanticizing the muse a little bit in with regard to the deadline to say maybe a little bit of that pressure is okay. Like once you kind of, if you can, like on the one hand, it's nice to like create a welcome environment for the muse to come and sit down and rest on a little perch. Light a candle. Yeah, exactly. And whisper things into your <laughs> ear that to read on the page. But then it's another thing. It's like, I got a crank cause I got this friggin' deadline and it's, you know what? I got this muse bottled up uh, or maybe not. Maybe I'm just going to push through and write my own way. Hopefully she shows up. Maybe she doesn't, but either way, I, th- I think there's a little bit of magic that can happen in that pressure, mo- in those pressure moments. Yeah, I think you're right. And I guess now that I'm thinking there have been times when I've written a book pretty much in two weeks because of a deadline and they actually, I think turned out pretty darn good and are actually some of my best sellers. So I actually, I guess, I guess I would definitely say like it, a deadline can put on pressure in a good way to turn out a great product. I agree with that. But then my, on the flip side, and this is me, like, I think this is a phase of life that I'm in that you get a witness firsthand, but I'm like, (laughs) is that worth being miserable? And miserable is maybe too strong of a word, but like when we were in that emergency contact that when we were holed up in Cleveland, wherever it was in that hotel room for like three days. Oh yeah. Like we're not leaving. Oh yeah. That was Cleveland. Until we get this done. Um, like it, it was, hi. I was like, it wasn't particularly fun. And maybe sometimes it's not supposed to be fun, but also at the same time, shouldn't it be? Or maybe that's just a pipe dream. Like maybe art, maybe finishing the, the thing isn't meant to be this really relaxed, enjoyable process all the time, which sounds crazy. But now that I'm saying that it feels true. It feels, what feels true? That it's not always supposed to be fun. Like maybe there's a, to finish, to get across the finish line. Maybe it's supposed to <laughs> hurt a little. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, I like that way of looking at it. Like in that, in that sense, it's kind of like life where it's like, it's not all fun. And the point of life is just to live it. Uh, and some, some moments are fabulous. Some moments are not, but either way, you've got to live every single day. True. But then devil's advocate, part of the reason that we both got into this creative process, me as a writer, you as a comedian is is because we weren't super happy in our old life, our day job. You know, we had that sense of like, man, like life is supposed to be more than this. I want more than this. Like not to make it too trite, but like I wanted to be happier. I wasn't particularly happy. I want to be happier. And I thought, okay, what would, what would get me there? And it was, I was thinking, oh, writing. And that has definitely at times been true. Actually, no, across the board, I am happier now than I was in my day job. And I can't deny that. But then sometimes these deadlines make writing feel closer to a day job. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so are they a help or a hindrance? I think they're, I'm, I'm going to say, I think that they're a, a help to the business side of being a professional creative. 
perhaps even a necessary evil, but I do think they could in theory be a hindrance to the creative process itself. If maybe an idea needs a little bit more time to, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know, sit or I don't, sometimes I'll have like an idea and then it's, you know, I'll sit for a couple weeks on it and then it becomes something way better in my head. And with the deadline, you're never really going to give yourself a chance to see what other things could come out of it. Well, no, you know what? Okay. Sorry, I'm hijacking no, this, but yeah, it, it. it's different for, <laughs> it's different for you, but I mean, it's, it's different. I think for, cause now that you've written a book with a joke, it's, it, you're right. It is a soft deadline where you know that you can change it. Like you have to get it good enough so you don't completely embarrass yourself on stage in right, theory. Right. Um, but w- with a book, you you don't get the luxury of saying, okay, I can revisit this later. At some point, you've got to ship it. Well, you, yeah, beyond one round of revisions. And it may be before you're ready. Sure. Which is the painful part. Yeah, I wonder though, I, I yeah. I, I wonder if then you can say that deadlines are a help uh, and they become a hindrance when they're completely immovable and you know that they're completely immovable from day one like, like maybe there's something to be said about being not being completely flexible with a deadline. Like a publisher can't just, you know, because you've been farting around for a week, say, okay, yeah, we'll push it for a week. Like they have other books that they got to deal with. But the, maybe maybe that's on a case-by-case basis where you and your editor talk and say, I really think in another month this thing could be spectacular you know, or a lot better than it is right now. And maybe they have the flexibility. Like it's, it's kind of that cost benefit. Like, well, do we have the flexibility to move this? Uh, is it gonna, is the benefit of this book being even better, you know, in whatever way that is, does that outweigh the pain of moving it? Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's actually, I hadn't even thought about moving deadlines, but cause I don't do that very often. But one thing I noticed when I was starting in my career, when I was looking at like sort of like my idols, like the Sandra Browns and the Nora Roberts of the, the literary, the romantic fiction world. Um, one thing that they've always said is that, or I've heard about them rather is that they, they treat it like a job. Like they are professional. They don't miss deadlines. They write every day. Like I loved that idea for the longest time. And then COVID came along. Um, and I distinctly remember, I think I'm pretty sure it was to serve with love. It was, and it, I was supposed to start writing it sort of at the beginning of the, as we were like shutting down and the world felt like it turned upside down, at least well everywhere, but especially here in New York. Um, but I remember thinking like, this isn't going to be, mm. I, can't, I can't write like, this is not going to be a good book. And I think it was the first time I realized like, I would rather push this deadline. I would rather come across as unprofessional. I would rather burn this relationship with my publisher than put out something that I know I am not in a headspace to write right now. Mm-hmm. And I guess you, I guess, yeah, you always, you, you couldn't argue. You always have that right. You know, like an artist, a musician could always say, you know what? Sorry, I'm going to have to push this tour. You're going to piss a lot of people off. Um, but you know, if, if the art isn't ready. Yeah. So you did this with your publisher, right? I you did. Yeah. It. And oh yeah. So to follow up, I did not burn the bridge. Um, and luckily they were, they were very understanding and not to go too into like COVID. Uh, but my agent even said like, you are definitely not the only writer <laughs> doing this. Like everybody was kind of in a thing. And I think publishing was probably, you know, editors or people too. Everybody in the publishing world was probably feeling the same thing, but they, yeah, they were great. And they just said, when you're ready. Um, 
but yeah, you know, it doesn't feel, it does not feel good to say, Hey, I know that in the contract, this is due on this day, but right. I'm not going to hit that. Maybe that's, maybe that's good. Maybe it's convenient <clears throat> to have that kind of pressure. Like the fact that it's not easily movable, but so it's like, you know, that in, someday in the future, you got to turn this thing in. And as you get 60% of the way in, you're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to hit this deadline. And it's going to, it's going to hurt a little bit to move, but it might be the right amount of hurt so that you're not just willing, that artists aren't just willy nilly, willy nilly moving a deadline around like, Oh, let's just push it out. Let's push it out again. Cause it's free right. to do. But if it costs a little bit of pain in that sense, maybe it's a good thing. Cause you know, like, look, I'm really sorry. Them family or whatever it is, issues, COVID in this case. Right. And you know, but it's enough so that you can still do it. And the book is that much better or you're that much happier. That's the other side of the equation too, I imagine. So then now here's a question for your line of work, shifting from writing a little bit. So I know that one of your like sort of bucket list dreams is to sell out Beacon Theater uh -huh. with a comedy show. Yeah. So would you rather, knowing that you like deadlines, would you rather wait and, and I don't know how this works, but this is hypothetical. Would you, in theory, rather wait until you have the strongest set that you think you can and then say, okay, I'm ready to book my show? Or would you rather book the show and then have to get your strongest hour together? Right, so let's, let's say it's August 23rd of next year. You booked it, you know, okay, I'm going to be on stage in the Beacon Theater Let's just pretend somebody else takes care of it. It's going to be a full house. Somebody else is taking care of tickets. Or would you, would you rather wait until you know that you're at a point where you can like impress? Hmm. Well, okay. Let's, let's assume that I have enough of like a fan base to be a draw. Like that if people see my name, they'll buy the ticket. So it's not just like, oh, what are we doing in town? And it's like pure marketing. It's just, <laughs> it's not just me trying to like spend right, a million right, bucks yeah. to sell yeah. out this thing. Uh, I don't, even then, I mean, I feel like I wouldn't want to put something out that's not ready. But do you think that no, having the deadline would help you get it ready? Yeah. Well, because that's a... Or do you think that you would settle for something just to start filling that hour? <sighs> I mean, every deadline at some point is kind of a settling, I think, because you could, con I mean, at least I could continue tweaking every little line, every little joke, maybe even pulling one, subbing in a different thing. I could do that forever. But at some point I need to say, I've got to ship this thing. Yeah, and isn't that like a, a thing? Ship it? Right. Yeah. Some, yeah. From the jobs book, yeah, real yeah. artist ship, whatever. Um, <clears throat> or from the biography, but so yeah, I think at some point, every deadline, every artist, when it comes to the deadline has to settle because I think anyone could keep doing that, but at some point you got to make the decision to cut it off and where that decision comes is I think the, another art, uh, another artistic choice. Like it's like you, I mean, at some point you can kind of know, 
all right, this is just getting marginally better. We're, it's diminishing returns on every little incremental right. increase. We're not making big leaps here. It might be better to, to cut this one or to ship this one, do the show, whatever, and then get on to the next one. Uh, yeah, that's true in writing as well. And I even look back at like early on in my books, I, like when we get page proofs, which is like that final stage of like last last time to tweak anything. And I remember I would spend so long reading it to change, like make the words like really perfect and make sure the dialogue was, could not be any better. And now I think I'm a little bit more inclined to be like, yeah, it's pretty good. But knowing that every read through is going to take me several days and I can write with my writing speed, I could write in theory, like a quarter of a new book in that amount of time. Yeah. You really, you know, you kind of have to decide. So then would you rather have a deadline? Would you rather pick your own deadline or have somebody else choose it for you? I would rather choose my own deadline because at least then it gives me the illusion of power in this scenario. It's like you giving me the, I know we're joking about this, but it's like you giving me the wanting to set the rule of a time limit on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And you gave me the choice of 30, 40 or 45. Uh, and it's like, oh, let's just choose 30, you know? So I, you get my buy-in on it, even though, you know, your goal is just to have some sort of time limit regardless of what time it is. Then do you think that you're more, if you're setting your own timeline, do you think that you would be more inclined to, what am I trying to say, overestimate or underestimate the time needed? Like, like oh yeah, I can for sure finish, you know, I, I can for sure put together a new, brand new 30 minute set by the end of the month or... Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put together 30 minutes that I want it to be good. I'm gonna give myself to the end of the year. Do you have a leaning that way? Do you think? <laughs> and then I'll say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I would imagine I underestimate the time required to do the thing in general. What do you think I do? Or were you talking about saying from yeah, your Yeah, no, I think I think you do, but I think probably we all do. Um Yeah, maybe not even like so much with writing, but I've noticed with other creative endeavors especially if I'm, it's relatively new to me. I noticed across the board, I'm like, oh yeah, that's for sure only going to take me, you know, like two hours to record this entire like online course. And in reality now it's been like weeks right. and yeah. it's not done. And there you go again, I guess if I had somebody else's deadline though, maybe it would be done. Right. Because I'm kind of just putzing at my own. But then also see, I'm liking that. That's the other thing. Oh, okay. So here's another thing going back to our original question. Is it a help or a hindrance? I don't know about the creative process. I think, like I said, maybe it's a necessary evil that can sometimes maybe affect the quality of the art, but is it a help or hindrance to quality of life? I think is that whole other question yeah. for me because I really love, and that's why like, I've, I already felt today. So it's the, the last day before I gave myself to really buckle down on this book because it's always the last month. Like that's when I'm like, okay, no more joking around. This is the only thing you can work on. But I love, I think my favorite feeling in the world is waking up and not having to do any one thing, like, like giving myself the freedom of like, what do you feel like today? Because when I'm able to do that, like I'm, that's what like leads me in different directions of like, Oh wow, I think I want to like try running a YA vampire book or I want to like try web design or <laughs> I want to play animal crossing, you know? And it's not, it's not necessarily that I want every day to take a vacation and like to not work. It's more, I just love, I love an open schedule and that I feel like I feel the most creative when I have an open schedule. End of, end of statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clip right there. Uh, do you, do you think you would get your, would your YA vampire? So you, let's say you have no deadlines. You have an open day, open schedule. You can do whatever you want and you 
mentioned leading it in the direction of like, oh, maybe I'll write my YA vampire novel or something like that. Would you still, do you think you would finish that YA vampire novel without a deadline? (laughs) No, no. As you're saying that, I'm like, I do love that, but there have been quite a few, uh, I would call them passion projects that are started just because it felt really fun the day of and not finished. But maybe that's just a part of my, now that I'm thinking, like maybe that's just a part of my process. Like I need to have those little dabbles of creative whatever to feel creative. And then it's like, okay, now you get back to work. I don't know. You mean, you mean like periods where you don't have a deadline so that you can kind of yeah, try some things? Yeah, exactly. And then find one that hook that you get caught on? I think so. Yeah. And then it, like, let's say it's a writing thing and then put some sort of deadline on that to right, finish it. Right, to actually get it done. Is that what you do now? Like, is that in your current process or is this like the ideal state? And this you... is kind of the, I mean, I've had the luxury of like, so I went really hard for nine-ish years eight-ish years uh, with really like no breaks. And then I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Partially because I had a deadline knocking and I was just not happy. I was like, I know that this book has to get done, but whatever day it was, May. And I'm like, no, like I hate this. I'm not happy. Like I wasn't even a little bit happy. And it felt different than other deadlines where it's like, oh, God, like I don't want to do this, but like I've got to. Yeah. You know, all deadlines a little bit are going to be like, okay, buckle up. Uh, but this was, this felt different where it didn't feel, it didn't feel like I was being creative with a, a deadline. It felt more like you have to do this because it's in the contract and you really don't want to. <laughs> now we're getting dark going somewhere else. <laughs> do, uh, is every deadline, does every deadline feel the same for you in all of your books? Mm. I would say up until that last, the one that I was just referencing last year or the year before, whenever that was, I would say for the most part, for the most part, they always do feel like an, a necessary evil to kind of be a writer. <laughs> I mean, to be a published writer. Yeah. To be a career author, I should say. They, they always kind of felt the same. Like, okay, they're not always going to be pleasant, but this is how this works. Um, but that one did feel different. In a, I quit. <laughs> I'm back now, but for I did say I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I remember and I, that. And it, it felt like a little bit like maybe it was the deadlines. Like that's all it started to feel like was you sit down to work and then it's a deadline and that comes full circle to what I said before of I felt like I did in my day job where mm, although mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't want to be doing this, but I have to. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> have you ever felt that way? <laughs> Just me? <laughs> No, you always seem like you're excited to sit down and do the comedy thing. I mean, not always like, yeah, I can't wait to write, but you always do. Yeah. Well, but in, it's a little bit different in that I don't, I don't have that strong of a deadline for that much work. Meaning like a novel, you're working for months, uh, to wrap it up, like to write it that, I mean, the equivalent could be an, a new hour for me, but that would still, like, I would still want to take a year probably to write that and test it. So, but, uh, but like, so that, that would be a deadline is if, and I don't even know, I don't think this, it works this way in the comedy world, unless you're, you know, Chris rock or whatever, where it's like you, you sign a deal with Netflix for two specials. So you've got those contracted right. and you've got to write them. 
Whereas for everyone else, it's like, okay, I've got my hour. Uh, let's yeah, time to... that's true because you're not reinventing the wheel every time. I mean, I know some comics do. You know, some scrap. I'm like, okay, let's start from scratch. But like, you've always got your stuff, right? That you can fall back on, right? Well, yeah, I, at least until I burn it in an album. Like that would be if I put out a special, then that would be then I can't use that. And that's a net new, I got to write a new hour. All right. So now that you've added novelist to your resume, yeah. which model do you like better? The comedian web where you have soft deadlines and you get to kind of decide, Hey, am I going to push myself to add a new joke to the set tonight? Or do I want to just stick with, you know, the solid 10 that I have, whatever 30, or do you, did you enjoy that, <laughs> that crunch time in the Ohio hotel? where we wanted to be anywhere else and we were sick of the story, but we had to get it done. Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, I like them. I like them both for very different reasons. Like, I, I, I like the hardness of the novel writing deadline because, because that's like, all right, we're going to run to the end we're, we're, it's a sprint. Or, or, I mean, it's a marathon, but it's like you can see the end in sight and that end isn't moving no matter how much closer you want it to be. So you got to get there by a certain, you got to make time. Uh, and I like knowing exactly where that end line, where that strip is. And I picture running through, you know, and breaking that thing and then collapsing and having somebody wrap a space blanket around me, <laughs> uh, which is, I think what we did pretty much we, <laughs> my space blanket. You mean big martini, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. We went downstairs to the bar <laughs> and pounded them. Uh, whereas, I mean with the, with stand up and jokes and stuff, it's, it's like a softer deadline. If we're even going to call that, like, it's kind of like a test. It's like, Oh, I'm going to do this little rough draft and see how this works. Okay. I'm going to do this rough draft and Oh, let me tweak this. So it's, it's like the, it's almost like the softest deadline you can get where it's like, it's there, but it doesn't really matter too much if you flub it right. or miss it. So, but that's, uh, I don't know, maybe that's, it, yeah, it's totally different. Maybe it would be better for me to have like a, uh, book a show, like basically, Hey, I'm going to shoot my special on this date even regardless of whether it's ready or whatever. And that would force me to finish it. Like that would be a harder deadline. Yeah. If I invested money into marketing and stuff and got people to go there, buy tickets. Uh, yeah, that'd be different. Interesting. I, I will know. say it was really nice having a, now that I'm thinking about that and the way you described it and the space blanket slash martini. Uh, <laughs> it was so nice having a buddy in that deadline. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I'm so used to doing that. It's like on my, you've seen me when it's deadline, like barely showered. You hardly see me. Uh, I'm miserable all by myself, but we were unshowered and miserable together and it was really <laughs> romantic. I still remember just laying in bed. Oh, Ooh, there it is. Is that a five minute warning? No, that's five minutes. We're wrapping up. That was 30. Oh, what's the five minute thing? That's it's a Pomodoro. So, you know, it does the thing and you get a five minute break. Oh, I so. see. Oh, so that's the end. Okay. Yeah. So we got to cut. Yeah. But let's, um, to cut final answer, are deadlines a help or hindrance to the creative process? One word, help or hindrance. I vote deadlines are a help to the creative process. You? I'm going to agree with reluctance, but yes, <laughs> if I have to choose, I, I think, I think they're help. I don't think I would have a career without deadlines. So okay. final answer. All right. Grumpy help. Grumpy help. Yes. All right. I love it. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks yep. for listening. Thanks guys.
Ciao.